Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I cannot explain how, like, truly gay that is. This is, like, the essence of lesbianism. All I wanted for all of my birthdays was a pocket watch. Like, we just wanted to be, like, slick, like, Western gentlemen that, like, <laughs> could take your gal to the ball. You know what I mean? I saw the movie Holes growing up, and I loved oh, yeah. it. And I, like, really wanted to be one of those boys that, like, was digging the holes. <laughs> I swear to God, I got a canteen for my birthday and a shovel. And my my parents sent me into the backyard and I dug holes for days. How you doing, Bottom Nation? It's your top, Ashley Gavin. (laughs) Who Who else would be screaming at you into the microphone, right? It's me. Um, my full-time right-hand guy, editor, producer, um, production assistant, Alex, is on full-time thanks to your Patreon donations. And we're coming out with another You're Having Gay Sex bonus episode this week with your fan favorite from last week, Jake Cornell. And then we've got a live show version of that all on the Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. Uh, no tour dates for now, just a lot of New York shows, my show every Sunday, Kate's show, Saturday, I believe it's a Saturday, I'm not sure about that. Whatever day of the week December 9th is, that's definitely not a Saturday. Go to that show, uh, go to Kate's Instagram, Kate to 10 k Thank you guys for making, just a corny audio note for me, thank you for making Hiring Alex possible. I couldn't do it without the Patreon, I, I couldn't do any of this without the Patreon, even if I were still solo. So if you can donate as little a dollar as a month, it goes a really long, a really long way. It's it's paying Alex's salary, um, and and uh, supporting the creation of this art. And now you get the biggest benefit ever, which is every week, every other week, you're getting a bonus episode with a guest, uh, and we're reading your stories. It's called "You're Having Gay Sex," and I'll be releasing a teaser of that. And on today's episode, we have Allie Colbert. You guys know her. You love her. She's so fucking... I think she's one of the funniest people on the planet, and she and I have gotten really close over the year um, since the last time we recorded. That's just a flex. Um, And it's a great episode. We talk about uh, the male identities that we wished we had as children um, because we had no gay role models, gay female role models or or queer role models. I'm sure that'll resonate with you. Um, Check it out. It's a fun episode. Hope you have a great week, guys. I hope you have a great week, Bottoms. I hope you get out there and you get topped into the ground in a fun way. Ah, we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. 
We're having gay sex with Allie Colbert, who is my friend now. Yeah, we're friends now. Officially. We didn't used to be friends. You, I thought you hated me. Did we talk I thought about you that? hated me. Oh my gosh, it's no. one of those. Isn't it funny how that happens? I was just intimidated. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm like. You were so successful. You are so successful. I was so successful. But I felt. <laughs> and I'm not anymore. No. <laughs> and now we're friends since I lost it all. <laughs> yeah, thank Made you. Made you more palatable to me. <laughs> But no, I wasn't successful when we you first You got met. everything. You've I done Tonight it. Show, Lily, Lily Singh. I just thought this oh, is Oh, Lily the, Singh. The I, got industry, it, I got it all. The industry. It's so funny. This is, we've talked about this. Yeah. The grass is always greener yeah. on the other side. Mm-hmm. You always want what the other person has. Well, I think that's universal. But the idea of like, oh, I think this person hates me. I don't think that happens to straight men. What? I don't think straight men are like would be friends. But oh they're man, like, I think Doug oh, fucking hates, hates me. me. And Doug's like, oh, Fr- Frank hates me. It's like, I don't oh. think that happens. Yeah, you're right. I don't think they think the other guy hates each other. I think they just want to hurt the other guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not like, I think Doug hates me. They're like, I think I want to kill Doug. <laughs> <laughs> it's less nuanced, but the aggression is still there. They're too self-involved to yes. ponder what another person thinks. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. That makes sense. Straight male listener, write in. Have you ever hated someone? Do you have straight male listeners? Yeah. Yeah. They're like listening to be like, how do I find the clit again? <laughs> well, I'm not going to be helpful with that. Look, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why they listen, but I love that they listen. Danny, Derek, Kalid, Kalid Rahman is a listener. Kalid Rahman, great comedian. Oh, wow. I love him. Uh, and some others. Some guy started straight. Now he's Nate. Nate Bob. He's by now. Shout out Nate Bob. Nate nice. Bob. Yep. One word. One word. Nate Bob. Yay. Nate Bob. Cat dog. Cat dog. <laughs> I loved Bob. cat dog. I loved cat dog. <laughs> yeah. Growing up. Yeah. My sister loved it too. It made yeah. me deeply uncomfortable. It is weird. Also. <laughs> it was our first kind of introduction to the binary. <laughs> Yes, the dog. I was like, I'm the dog. dog I'm very much dog. <laughs> yeah, the dog cat binary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tweeted about how foxes are non-binary icons because they exist between the dog cat binary. Oh, oh my gosh, that's funny. That's true. It did not get this deserved more. It did yeah. not get enough on Twitter. I have to say, I don't think it deserved more. <laughs> I think it's good. I don't think it's that good. But I saw, I saw your Allie, horse joke come together. Wait, can I say, Allie is an incredible writer, and we've written together a couple times, and we will continue to write together. I know, but we, got, just, we both got busy. I'm so busy. We're underwater. But yeah, phenomenal writer. Oh. You, you've seen her. She's done everything. She's done every program that you can buy. NBC has booked her on every I have sucked single- so much dick at 30 Rock. <laughs> I'm not even a good comedian, but every executive there, I fingered their asshole. <laughs> I did bring the funny Tonight Show, Today Show, Lily Singh. I don't know whose pussy I ate at 30 Rock, but I am in there. They love you. I am in there. You're going to have show with NBC very soon. I don't, I, we'll see, you know. I, I do you, love Aubrey NBC. I plazaing in on a Parks and Rec. That's so nice of you. That's so nice of you. What you, you have a pilot, don't you? You need to have a pilot. <laughs> LOL. I'm pitching. I'm pitching a TV show. What's it about? I, this is the first time I've mentioned it out loud. Yeah. It's uh, based on this podcast. It's like a Gilmore Girls style mom relationship, but chosen family between like a me and a young nine binary person, like an elder. It's like me and my audience, basically. Whoa. Like an elder mommy lesbian that lives <laughs> with a young non-binary kid. Do you 
all live together? We all live together, being the whole audience. Wait, so <laughs> I actually rent out this whole building. <laughs> that's hilarious. They pay me rent. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, you feel like you're the maternal kind of lesbian figure to a lot of people. Yes. Wow, so interesting. That's why I was intimidated by you originally. You think so? Just because you were so like actualized in like lesbianism. <laughs> you went on your stage and you were like, when I, I remember seeing you at like Caroline's when I was starting comedy, maybe like must have been like you'd already booked the Tonight a Show. A few years in, <laughs> no, a few years in, I must have been like nineteen. She, she had. No, nineteen, and you okay. were a little older, a little older than me. You still are a little older than me, but you'd be on stage being like, "I'm a lesbian. I flip women. Who cares? <laughs> I flip women." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Let's think about this first, listener. I have not said that." I have had a straight girl problem, but we we've heard about it. Yeah, we have solved it. You've solved that. Well, the pandemic did. There's no straight chronic. women. What's that? I thought those diseases were chronic. <laughs> I'm sober. I think they are. You're sober. Sober off straight women. Yeah, <laughs> straight women are. They'll get you. Like I they think I'm on the straight you. and narrow, and then I meet one, and I'm like, whoa, I'm feeling woozy. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck you up. They like get they in your brain. They they embed themselves in your skull. Yeah. Are do you have a partner? I do, yeah. So I'm, I've been freed from the curse. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. How long have you been together? We've been together almost eight years. Eight years? Yeah. To me, that's a red flag. <laughs> go on. No, go on. I'm looking at you. There's no way you're older than 25. <laughs> oh, thank you. So what does that mean? You've been with this person since you were 16? No, They've been together a long time. Wow. Are you married? We're engaged. Holy fucking hell. This is and a disaster. I am <laughs> this is a disaster. alone. You're you're fine. You don't want to be married right now. You're like, you know what you are? You're like pre-dating. Do you know what I'm saying? You're mm -hmm. pre-cum. I'm pre -cum. You're pre -cum. You know what you are? You're a tiny you're little. <laughs> Your sex life is like lube. You're getting ready yeah. for something. I do. I, I think so. you're getting ready for something. Yeah, I don't know. But you're, you're on recovering the from a breakup. Yeah. And there was like, we've been doing a post-mortem. And it didn't go well at all. There, I, I'm not ready to talk. This is the first thing that I've like talked about on the podcast that I'm not ready to talk about. Okay. And so I'd love to talk about it with you personally, but, but not on the podcast. But it's not going well, and it would it went not well in the middle of like a huge amount of work for me, yeah. and also a cruise gig that I didn't have like Wi-Fi. I couldn't like go to my friends about it. And then I, on another episode, we talk about it, like another horrible thing happened to me. I had a person at one of my shows complain about me in a really significant way because of my set. So like I had to go to security and stuff like that. It was just an awful week. Nightmare. That's where I'm coming from right now. Yeah, yeah. But basically because of all this, I have scheduled a number of super gay activities. Yes, tell us what yeah, you're going to today. I double scheduled therapy. I had two therapies last week. Okay, normal. I met with my fancy psychic, All which right. is also like therapy. On the yeah. edge. And then she was like, yo, you got to have your heart crystal clean. <laughs> this sounds like an L.A. trip. <laughs> this sounds like you just went to L.A. I, did I not mention that I was in L.A.? No, you uh, weren't. You would tell me. I, uh, you got to go to L.A., I Ashley. hate that you are in L.A. It's so stupid. We became friends and now I you know. live in L.A. I know, but I'm, I'm trying to come back a lot. Yeah. We'll see what happens. By coastal. I'm trying. It's so I like exhausting. jumpsuit. Thank you so much. It's very cool. Thank yeah. you so much. You think I could pull something off like that? Yeah, it's just sweatpants that match. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, it's a onesie is what it is. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you could totally Tie-dye do onesie. Yeah, this is like dressed up for lesbians. <laughs> this is like my gown, you know? Semi-formal. Yeah, semi-formal. Yeah, so I'm, and then today, right after this, I'm going uptown and I'm going to have 
Because my fancy psychic was like, you need to see Karina. She's going to do the crystals on you. I don't know what any of this means. Basically, I am looking for opportunities to talk about my feelings and cry. I don't want the listener to be like, Ashley has gone full woo-woo LA. I have not. But like, I do think... Yes, you have. Fuck off. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, you. What? So, what are you doing? Okay. You're getting your crystals cleaned or something? She's going to clean my heart with, with her crystals. crystals. Why don't you do, and we'll do it together and we can record it in some fashion. Why don't we YouTube? do a guided shrooms trip to record? To... I've never done drugs. Oh, yeah. I remember Anything. that's weird yeah. about you. But that is. <laughs> that's the one thing that I would do because you got to do it. Because like it's like a scientific like thing. It's like yeah. it's more than it's a like high. Math. It's like <laughs> it's a journey. It's 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 really great. I've, it? I've never done it. I'm I am scared. I keep saying Should like we all I do don't, it together. I don't think I'm well enough mentally to do it. And everyone's like, that's when you gotta do it. No, I disagree <laughs> when with you're that. Unwell. Let, no, it like it's I like you're saying the science is think. like cures depression or something. It does. It has. It has. It, you can use it for depression yeah. and anxiety. You and can things. microdose. Yeah, I'm not gonna mm. do that, but. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. But I used to think shrooms were like this scary thing, and yeah. then I became addicted to them. <laughs> and now not scary I'm not scared. at all. <laughs> no, but the experience of doing controlled mushrooms that mm-hmm. are like natural, yeah. you know, from the ground, yeah, it's a grounded experience. You're not like out of your body. Like I'm more scared of myself after three shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would never. I promise you. Then if I'm on shrooms, I'm just like, whoa! I'm really seeing like you have good energy. Right. Whereas if I'm drinking, I'm like, should we like hook up? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna make a bad decision. I'm gonna see things clearly. I'm gonna come from love. I'm not gonna be like, oh, maybe I should like get fingered by this cab driver. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I mean? I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> me too. Me that's too. That's so funny. But like for real, that's like yeah. It's a good I mean, that's why I meditate because every now and oh, yeah. then I get to like really incredible clear places. And wait, my you've med- like achieved uh, nirvana? Yeah, yeah, I'm the Buddha. I'm doing your course. Um, are you fucking really? Yeah. The happiness one? How do you I'm on like week it? three. How do you like it? I like it a lot. It's not, it's like things that I've heard, you know, but like having it in one place is good yeah. because you spoke so highly of it. I love the course. Yeah. We this were, is the we science of well-being We were doing like weekly friend dates, writing. We yeah. were like really like. We were doing it. We were like really we fell like off. buddy, like a buddy comedy. We are, we would be a good buddy comedy if we could possibly sell the story of two white lesbians who kind of vaguely look alike. We, <laughs> why can't we do that? We could do it. No, nah, I don't think. That. Really? I don't, I just don't you think. could do like. Um, Not with that you, attitude. You, you could be the villains in like the, the all female reboot of Austin Powers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like mean lesbians. Ding dong dykes. <laughs> we were going to do. Um, I don't know what that is. It sounds like an evil. Like, it does. The ding dong the dykes. Ding dong, ding dykes. dong. The dykes are here. <laughs> <laughs> we wear jumpsuits. We wear little magic jumpsuits and we're like Oompa Loompas. Oh, and just show up. <laughs> That's so funny. The tall one, the short one. Yeah. Well, we Or like Mario and Luigi. <laughs> ding dong dykes. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about like doing uh i don't know why this is coming up for me when we were talking about doing our lesbian festival yes i still want to do that i still want to do that, that too we want to have a big lesbian festival that's not oriented around like just hookups like a cult <laughs> like a culture yeah a cult- it's like all of these culture. things that we're talking about meditating <laughs> and crystals and- yeah i thought you were gonna be like oh we want to do a, a, a lesbian festival that's not just comedy it's like lots of other stuff you're like <laughs> 
It's not just fucking. <laughs> but I feel like most big lesbian parties are ultimately about finding another person. Okay. Yeah, because it's hard okay. to find them. It was hard to find them in the 90s. Now I can't get a, can't, can't away from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and people are finally becoming interested in the subculture of lesbianism and queer, yeah. queer life. Okay. What is the subculture? I, I'm actually not sure. <laughs> Whittling. <laughs> Whittling. We're totally not sure. Wait, we should we should do the episode. Was this too inside baseball or was this fun friend banter? Friend, 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 friend. Well, I have. A I'm stutter. insecure about myself because I get I get it too. Uh, I'm I was up really late last night. You know when you get tired and yeah, you hate yourself. Yeah, of that's course. where I'm at right now. Okay, <laughs> should we just? Is there something you want to talk about that were that would make you feel no, more I think, secure? No, I think I covered it. I think is was this the whole episode? No, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. <laughs> now we're now how many minutes in are we? Forty five? A fifteen. We're actually doing okay. <laughs> I'm teasing, other but... than the fact that I do have to go uptown for my crystal reading. Okay, so that was kind of a cold <laughs> cold open that you feel kind of insecure about. So I'm glad we have that checked off. <laughs> Let's do some intros that you'll fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was totally teasing and you took that to heart. Allie. You are a great guest. I'm so glad you're here. You're my friend. We in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with Allie Colbert, who you've seen on every NBC program ever made. <laughs> Not going? No soundboard today. He unplugged it. Fulton. Fulton. Every NBC program. Thank you so much. Ever. A friend of the pod on the show this week. This won't be out in time, but if you missed her, fuck you. <laughs> listener if you're listening from uganda which some of you are fuck you for not making it to my new york city show god damn it i'm really glad that you're here i'm ashley gavin i'm a cis gay white woman she her pronouns and as always the cancel coach to keep me from getting canceled don't let them near your scrum <laughs> rugby oh. days oh Oh, I don't know what that means. I just wanted to say scrum. <laughs> I know what it means, but I also know what it sounds like. Yeah. Scrum. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. It's when they're all together in like a big kind of mosh pit human knot together. A human scrotum. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Scrum. <laughs> They'd give anything for a human scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> give it up for Kate Sis. Hey, everybody. Woo. It's me, Kate Sis, the cancel coach, the fat in the chat. I'm a white bisexual lesbian dyke and uh, my gender of the week as submitted by the listeners is a chocolate bar that you leave in your pocket so long that it melts. <laughs> they are on top of it. They are like, on top they of it. They really know you They really are doing do. a great that job. That is a great That's your de- So you have a new gender every week? Yeah. Yep. That's clever. They get to choose. They get to pick. <laughs> That's fun. What have your past genders been? Sandlot kid. Oh my god! I got one lady. of the Stranger Things kids. You can guess which one. And um, what was well? Last episode we recorded was that a gorilla Turk from Tarzan. I don't know who that is. Really? Neither. I'll I'll Google it. Yeah. Do you mind introducing yourself? Hi, I am Allie Colbert. She, her pronouns. Um, what else do I say? My gender of the week. Sure. I I've o- only ever been female, so I guess this week I'll do male. <laughs> Damn, here we go. Canceled. <laughs> bring, bow, bing. She's canceled. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you can't cancel someone for identifying how they want to identify. No, I identify, female, I identify female. I identify female. I identify female. You know, the thing is, though, growing up, I feel like, should I, am I leading the podcast now? Yeah. This is perfect. Growing up, I was a super, like, big tomboy. Yeah. Was such a tomboy. I did want to. Yeah, go. Yeah, you did want to ask that. And uh, I I wondered what that was about because yeah. I then, you know, I present now, like, I think pretty feminine. Yeah. 
and am considered like consider myself femme even though i do have like masculine energy you inside do. of me yeah which like yeah if you like know me you know that i'm like i have this like inside of me this like dominant dykey energy that i see myself like sometimes i put clothes on i'm like god you look like a dyke but on the outside everyone's like that's like a little girl scout <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> but growing up i would like dress like a tomboy yeah and i think about now and this might be like too intense to get into on the podcast no but, like, no no you know i think about like when people transition really early mm-hmm. i think about like how i probably wanted to be a boy at that age and like now i have like the tools and like the knowledge and all of these things i like i know i don't identify as trans i know i don't have like the trans experience i don't feel like i'm a man inside a woman's body but i know i felt like i wish i was a dude yeah i would be with girls i wish i was a dude at that point that's the great thing about puberty blockers is it can just put that off that like irreversible change while the child like makes a decision with their providers and parents yeah i was actually looking up remember angelina jolie's kid yeah john 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 jolie pitt shiloh 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 presented goes by john goes by john now I thought so I think done. is now presenting more femme. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make oh. a definitive statement because Absolutely. I I have no idea. I haven't researched it, but I was like, oh, I wonder how Shiloh is doing. Yeah. Because I thought it was so cool that, yeah. look, I don't know anything about this family. There are probably super problematic things happening that in the news that I have no idea about. So <laughs> listeners, like, please know that I'm coming to this with zero knowledge. Shiloh poaches your fan base. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, uh, yeah, because I have zero knowledge, I feel really free to speak about it. And... <laughs> I'm going to torch my entire career right now. (laughs) But I was like, that is so cool that they are just letting this kid express themselves the way that they want to express themselves. Totally. And then I went and looked and it looked like um, they, I have no idea, but they had, were now expressing themselves more traditionally femme. Yeah. And I was just like, so cool that they're just able to like go through life exploring all these different sides of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like that, yeah, that should be so much more, I mean, that wasn't the case when we were growing up, right? Not at all. Like, that was like... I was a super masked little kid. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Oh my God, you probably came out with a little, like, tuxedo on. (laughs) I was... I feel like I've, I've like, I I'm like now at age five. Are you serious? <laughs> You're such like a gentleman. Do you have pictures of that? <laughs> you should charge patrons a hundred dollars to get their hands on that. Here's what happened. I was obsessed with the circus. I wanted to be oh, the ringleader in a circus gosh. so bad that I made my mother buy me a little tuxedo with a cummerbund. I, I assumed you went to a wedding or something. No, no. I cannot explain how like <laughs> that's my truly gender. gay that is. Like, this is honestly, I have a story that speaks to that, that feels like a kindred, like, spirit type of thing. And this is like a lesbian, this is like the essence of lesbianism. All I wanted for all of my birthdays was a pocket watch. Dude, I had a big thing for pocket watches as (laughs) well. Like, we just wanted to be, like, slick, like, Western gentlemen that, like, (laughs) could take your gal to the ball. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly, I remember. I I swam in my shorts, too. I didn't wear, like, a bathing suit. I had like boy shorts. I would have like a surf shirt too. I long sleeve. I was like the op. I was not a classy tomboy. I was like the opposite. Like I had, <laughs> I had cargo pants that zipped off at the knee. You're a white <laughs> trash tomboy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and do, I had like I a, do think my there's different. To- I do think there's different like, like pockets of this like gender yes. expression. I do think that like trump supporter white <laughs> trash guy is a form of like liberal lesbian expression <laughs> yes yes like guy fieri right guy fieri is lesbian representation <laughs> guy fieri famous ally of the gays he is he is 
He I, didn't he marry like a hundred couples in one day or something? I don't know what he did, but I think his sister's gay. Yeah, yeah, his, she is. <laughs> his sister's gay. Yeah, yeah. and his he is a lesbian. And <laughs> but also, and then the other representation is like speed, a uh, steampunk, like right, like old timey western, or like yeah, it's like really it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I saw the movie Holes growing up, and I loved oh, yeah. it, and I like really wanted to be one of those boys that like was digging the holes <laughs> so for my birthday like, put me in a prison work camp <laughs> so i can live out my tomboy fantasy of being abused by adults until i find treasure i swear to god i got a canteen for my birthday oh and a shovel god. and my, my parents sent me into the backyard and i dug holes for days and i was like this is me i'm digging a hole they're like I, why are we paying for private school i was also I, doing that but specifically <laughs> because i was a, a paleontologist dyke yeah oh my god you know what i was what? similar vagabond all i wanted to do was put a little oh stick my on my shoulder with with a bandana. Little <laughs> i understand that like so deeply in my bones like that makes sense to me. There was okay. This is you know pretty toxic. This but is so obvious. There was a range of three-dimensional flawed male characters on television. Yeah, and there was like one, two types of women. Yes, right. And we were like, wow, so many men that you can be. <laughs> right, yes. right. And they exactly. all and they all date women. This right. is and this is why representation <laughs> matters. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have been choosing the kids from holes. <laughs> <laughs> mine was mine was worse than both of those, which was I was like. When I thought about the future, I saw myself as like an old man in war. Oh, like I, I, I literally in middle school, like read like a Hemingway book and was like, that will be me. <laughs> 80 years old in 1940, <laughs> dying in war. Yeah, that makes sense. I would write like like novels, like on Word documents, just get like 30 pages in. Yeah. And like they would all just be about me reflecting on my life as a young boy. Oh, wow. Like, so I understand that. It's like this wisdom of knowing I'm not that, but like yeah. I identify with like the one who gets chicks. Yeah. 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 Th that was it for me too. Like I, I knew I didn't really want to be a boy. Like I, kn I knew that wholeheartedly, but I wanted to be the person got chicks totally me too yeah. but i didn't see chicks getting chicks so i was yeah, like might exactly. as well take my top off and make a time of it <laughs> well so that's that's interesting because as soon as i i don't know if this happened to you guys I, I don't think it happened to you ashley absolutely not but um i just i just i don't think it, i don't think it physically I'm could there was like a point so i'm wearing my fucking cargo shorts my one button down shirt had like a number three on it like <laughs> it's like it's like the country squid games yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there got to a point where i started wearing the button down unbuttoned with like the lowest cut camisole i could find nice to try to like uh. attract a mate and then that very quickly <laughs> that a very male quick, mate I, yeah well you know because a male I, mate i did I, i'm like <laughs> bisexual <mate>. so <laughs> I, I was interested in them. And also, to be fair, when you're like 12, the boys look like girls. So like, who cares? Okay. <laughs> and then that slowly, as I got older when in my teens. When you're 12 or you live in Bushwick and you're queer. <laughs> I'll take little Timmy. <laughs> take him for a spin. Remember the swoop hair? He's got a hole like, too. the early 2000s. <laughs> but so then that slowly yes, turned into like tight jeans. And then it was like v-necks and like long oh, hair yeah, no, no, and no. i like hard pivoted into no. femininity but i think it was specifically as a way to get fucked i was like somebody please fuck me 
And the ironic thing... <laughs> right, I was fucking. The ironic thing is I wasn't, like, necessarily comfortable in those clothes, so I wasn't attracting anyone. Right, of course. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I did I one day at the beginning of eighth grade, wore some tight jeans, got, like, a shirt. My friends roasted the shit out of me, and oh. I was like, back to being gay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm getting bullied for presenting as straight. Because <laughs> it wasn't authentically me. Yeah. 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 And that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of my, I think that's my greatest strength and my biggest flaw throughout my life. Is what? I cannot not authentically be me at all times. Bravo. Yeah. It's really, yeah. It sucks because people will hate you for it. But they also really like you too. Yeah. What was your nice. relationship like with asking your parents to buy you boys clothes? Were you wearing- Oh, clothes were a mess. I was just constantly trying to find girls' clothes that made me feel, like, okay. And it, it just resulted in, like, super, super baggy, like, over jeans that were too big for me right. and, like, big shirts. And I never threw things away because I didn't – I felt like I couldn't – Get more. This is targeted. I, yeah. I, yeah, I heard the pointed. And <laughs> it wasn't until, like, honestly – five years ago that I w- finally was able to like dress myself in a way that felt wow. like euphoric to my sexuality. Isn't it amazing the impact it has? Huge. If you're like Instantly, not- I was so much hotter. It's crazy. And honestly, I owe, so it to, I owe it to an ex-girlfriend. She really helped me. Yeah, it was I, super, an ex-girlfriend helped me too. Yeah, it was Cheers a super fucked up relationship, but she fixed my eyebrows, man, and I will never be the same. And to her, <laughs> I'm amazing. grateful for eternity. Love you that. have great eyebrows. Oh, thank you. I like don't even do them anymore because yeah. my ex-girlfriend used to do them. I do mine now. I've got it. Got it down. Yeah. I just don't want to go get them like waxed or threaded all the time. I yeah. just want to like. I just tweeze mine. But you got a lot they of, look you got a lot of brow. You got. I got a lot going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember being ashamed to ask my, I, we would go into like Abercrombie and I would be like on the boys side of the store. I got some boys short, uh, shirts now and then. But I didn't know how to like. Hot topic. With my Hot mom. topic was a big one. Hot topic was bad. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to go there or you were there? I was there. Oh shit, girl! I was awful. Hot topic. Gra- I was scared like a, of that store. Gra- the lights were scary. off. It was like warning: eighteen year olds are enter. Fucking hot. Fucking topic. I was like, <laughs> please calm down. I want to go back to limited too. This is scary. I'm gonna get like gang banged in hot topic. I tried to get my brother like blackout lights, blackout shades. I tried to get my sarcastic t-shirts. Hot it's topic. Just graphic tees would be like. No, don't there's fucking- a lot. There's a weird things in there. Yeah, they were just I'd like, be like, Mom, can we go into Spencer Gifts? Spencer yes. Gifts, remember that? That yeah. was f- a foul store. That was, that was like really the equivalent funny. of a sex shop for a 12-year-old. <laughs> yes. You like squeeze the little man and a poop comes out of his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so raunchy. But right. I remember going in a Hot Topic. I was trying to buy some band shirts for my brother one Christmas. And I was like, fuck, everyone who works here has like so many piercings on their face that I'm afraid to look at them. <laughs> I was a little kid, you know. It was yeah, I just wanted the yeah. shirts with the sarcasm on, on them. Yeah. <laughs> it just to distract attention from the fact that I it was neither a boy's shirt nor a girl's shirt it was a mentally unstable person's <laughs> shirt that's why i was okay you know what shirt i saw today was like you know how the eye chart and it begins with e or whatever yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i was looking at this guy's shirt literally right before i got here and it started with the e in the form of the eye chart and i realized that it said epstein didn't kill himself uh-huh. and i was like you are 35 you definitely got this at hot topic <laughs> 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 what are you doing <laughs> Listener, spring has sprung, love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, 
and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it, and there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. All right, you want to do gay sex stories? Yeah, let's I'll be it. quick with mine. I've been talking about like how I'm like a, I'm going through a tough time right now, and I feel like I don't want the. Do you feel like the vibe of the pod has been negative? No, I'm super. Yeah, oh don't be i feel like generally i think you've been honest that you're in a bad place and i think that that is appreciated yeah i'm okay i want everyone to know i'm okay and i've definitely gotten out through the worst of it but like i spiraled out on this cruise like i was really unhappy and then i refocused on my happiness activities and they helped so much good yeah so i'm i'm so grateful for that course um but i just kind of like I hired a cleaning lady to clean oh, nice. to clean my apartment just so that I could have more time to focus on my work. I've never hired someone to clean my apartment before. Yeah, me neither. And she came over and um cleaning lady, is that the right term? Like yeah. I don't even fucking know. So. Cleaning person. Cleaning cleaning person. Um professional cleaning service. Hired her. She came in and she was cleaning my bathroom and I was working. And in that moment, I was like, oh my God to hear someone else in my apartment like doing an activity while I'm working it made you sad made me so sad yeah wait why sorry oh because like I'm like because you're lonely I'm lonely wow I didn't know you feel felt that way yeah Aww. and it's not even like the cleaning oh my god I know I it's know. not even like the cleaning I don't need a woman to come over and clean <laughs> I just it was like a tear to my eye knowing were, that they know their place. You, <laughs> she's like, she's in the kitchen. She, she was in the it. kitchen. I just felt, wow, it's I'm like, at home. You, you, you were doing your work. She was doing her work, both kind of like independently, but yes, in, intimately sharing a space. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, I am like 100% ready for a partner. Yeah. No question. That's wow. what I was saying when I feel That's like you're, you're, pre, you're pre-dating is like, this is about to happen for you. Yeah. And... You're ripe for it. Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm going to be a really great partner. Yeah. But because this is the way I'm feeling, like my hookups feel totally different. Mm. Like I want to have sex. Like, I, you know, like that's something that I enjoy doing. Yeah. But like because I'm craving intimacy, I'm trying to get the intimacy. I'm trying to like hook up with people and have, have fun. But they're not my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Every hookup, I'm like, you're not my fucking wife. Right. Right. But to be fair, I be, so it would be that. weirder yeah. if they came in and you were like, Okay, for the next 60 minutes, you're my wife. <laughs> How Put are on you... these gloves, queen, my bathroom. <laughs> How are you meeting people? I met the girl that I was going to very quickly talk about. I met after a show. Yeah. Which I don't usually do. 
but she was super sweet and funny. And I thought I could get this level of intimacy with her. Wife level? <laughs> 30, this could be a marriage. 30, 30 years of marriage yeah. in one night. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a great time with her. Yeah. And I really opened myself up to her and told her a lot of things. Yeah. But at the end of it, I was just like, it's just not possible to have like the connection that I'm looking well, for. Well, it's one date. Yeah, exactly. You got to give it some time. What's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. You just are so ready for it. I'm so eager. But let it come to you. Yeah. You have to just keep showing up as you. It, it's, this is always how it works, right? When you're on the hunt for it and you're so yeah. hungry and you're searching and you're looking, it's not going to come that way when you're yeah. grabbing for it. Well, fortunately, Let I'm so busy that I really don't have much of a choice. I'm not like actively super dating. And I do. I've said to Kate, like, I think I'm going to meet this person in person. I, I've watched back the Casey episode and I was like, Casey's my wife for sure. But she just doesn't know it yet. Um, was that a guest on the show? Yeah. We had a date scheduled Allie, and then she closed up it her It was. I like should have left. I should have left the room. Oh it was my like, gosh. I she's wonderful. She's I like, couldn't, the wait, and then she person. closed her relationship? Yeah, yeah, the day before our date. So she was open? Yeah. Oh, so she's not your person. No, she's not. She's my wife. No, oh. here's what I think. Here's what I think oh. it is is sometimes, and you can cut this or you can tell me to fuck off. Fuck but off. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes you'll have like an electric connection with someone sure. mm, that delicious. feels that way because you're one, attracted to them, and two, they're like similar to you, kind of have that intimacy ready right under the surface. Mm-hmm. And it'll be this kind of like fiery thing. And, and you've literally said multiple times, this is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm messing around. I'm just I joking. know you're joking around, but you, <laughs> you, I think you're generally enjoying that connection of course i like i love connecting with people that's why i love doing this right i love and why i love doing crowd work i love connecting with people me too yeah yeah but i I feel the same i think it'll be interesting to see if you do feel that way about the person who ends up becoming your wife if it is an instant thing well, with, where you text me and say, think, my life is over. This girl's so hot. <laughs> she makes me want to punch myself in the face. Well, with Jen, it was a very slow burn. Right. And it was such a healthy relationship. So it could be, it could be like that again. So it's... Yeah, it's, of course, of course. Yeah. The point is... I have another thought. Yes. Okay, I have another thought. This is a weird episode. I think... <laughs> you're, are you even going to air this? Yeah, of course. Oh. <laughs> it's you. I think, I think though, that you're not even... You're not seeing the bigger picture here. Okay. And I think there's a... Key element that you're missing. Okay. I'll bring I, it up in my crystal reading. I think <laughs> your last time that you were in a relationship, you were in a different tier of success. I think you're rising to the next kind of level. That's so nice to say. No, no, I'm serious. This is not a joke. This is taken from me. I'm on NBC. This is <laughs> all, the, all of NBC. the next <laughs> tier of success. And I think you're, you're going to have oh, like big, big doors opening for a whole different market of people you can date now. I'm serious about that. All right, I guess we're going to partially talk about it. There's something truly horrifying about that to me. What? What? Like, oh my God, what is this episode? Say your feelings. Say your feelings. Don't be thinking about it. Because it's sort of like you in the underwear. Yeah. (laughs) You can drag this episode to the trash if it feels bad. Okay. Just just talk. I'm really, I'm, yeah, I think, I think I know like I'm supposed to be with someone that meets me where I am. Yeah. And I've, I, I, I hope Jen doesn't hear this and think like that she, I don't think she's the most wonderful person that I've ever met. I do. But she is fundamentally eight years younger than I am. She has not even begun her explosive 
life things yeah. you know what i mean of course. there's no way she can meet me where i am because we live in different time continuums yes you yeah. know what i mean so yes. when i say this this is not a judgment about jen i don't want anyone to think that that being said i think the person that i'm supposed to be with is like a really successful person who can give me everything that i can give them yeah i mean and it's so hard for me to admit that for some reason i know the reason because like i've been i've been the caretaker for everyone in my life yeah yeah and so it's hard for me to like pull back and be like you know what you don't need to date people that you are coaching helping parenting yeah fixing and i again i don't think jen really fits into that description so no i really no. don't want but that has been the, the age dynamic. but is, the age this dynamic, is the age dynamic age forced dynamic. it into the relationship yes. that was otherwise healthy yes this is nothing yes. to do with this is yeah. your story and exactly your, so yeah and it's like truly this is what it is this is my crystal healing it is truly <laughs> terrifying to back up and be like you don't have to date someone that you are fixing the way that you held your family together yeah like yeah. with my mom and helping my little sister yeah that doesn't have to be my life right so that's why it's so scary to be like i'm gonna hold off and wait for someone who meets me where i am who brings the level of care and has the capabilities that I have yeah. in a relationship. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's the biggest, brightest light that I see when you talk about your relationships. I mean, your career, the last few years, I know you hate talking about you, you're gonna get uncomfortable, you're going on fast forward. Has <laughs> <laughs> changed so much. It's, it's dramatic. You have exploded. Whatever, they can hear it, they're listening. They fucking bought this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listener i love you so much and it's all you and i appreciate you so so live in that space you're successful you're going to meet people who are equally engaged in what they're doing and who are successful and who are growing and that that energy like romantically professionally that will be momentum that you just can't stop yeah it's not going to be a fan who wants to catch a finger after <laughs> after a show oh it won't be this it will be God. someone who has a house maybe <laughs> is that bad to say is that bad to say i'm searching for something on the soundboard to hit and i can't think of anything is that bad to say isn't this true isn't this life yeah and it's beautiful but if you're listening i would love to catch a finger <laughs> listener if you're feeling like you a finger is just being thrust in your direction, pull out your baseball mitt of a pussy and oh catch God. this finger. <laughs> Yo. Wow, I didn't expect this to be so vulnerable. I totally, you know, the timeline thing, I almost started to cry a little because I get that. My girlfriend is eight years older than me. And, oh, my God, exact opposite. And I love her to death. Jen I was eight years younger than me. She wants to have a baby. Yeah. Like I want, tomorrow. That's, oh, wow. that's another thing I've been weeping about. All my friends have two children. And now that I finally have some financial stability because of Patreon.com slash WHGS. <laughs> but because I have some, because I have finally, because I have dedicated my seven years, 10 years, honestly, to this. Yeah. And now that I have financial stability that I'm saving, that I can hire an employee, I thought, Oh my God, I want to have a baby. Tier number yeah. four, freeze Ashley's eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to have and a baby. And I wept. I wept thinking. Oh my God. I am so ready. Ashley, 
you are so not even see you're not in a sad place you're this is where you're bursting out of your fucking cocoon dude yeah this that's what that is change okay. is painful pain is changeful you're wow wow did you whoa, come up with that you're, no you're is that from an instagram swipe through no this is <laughs> like you're exploding that's the you're these are growing pains yeah yeah that is so fucking beautiful this is not bad but, but go on your eight-year relationship because this is your gay sex eight-year relationship sex. and yeah it's i don't know what to do because i can't imagine you're with her today i'm with her today I love Uh-oh. her more than anything. Yeah. She is emotionally evolved. She's committed to herself. She, a million great qualities. She wants to have a baby so soon. I've yeah. never thought about myself having a baby so soon. I thought maybe in 10 You're years. You're 29? 28. Okay. I thought maybe in 10 years I would have a baby. Yeah. And we're going to have to both have really uncomfortable timelines if we make it work. Yeah. At yeah. least I'm not right. eight years behind. At least I'm not 20, like four. I could never do anything like that. Yeah. yeah. But it's really frightening, and it's one of these things that, like, you can't change. You're right. It's like they're living in an alternate reality. Yes. It's like a parallel universe. And it has nothing to do with how great you are or how great they are. Right. You, you two are just not on the same timeline. Yeah. I've been trying to do it jokes sucks. about it. It sucks. Yeah. Oh, Allie, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's not good. I know. It's not good. But, well, but could- no, I mean, look. <laughs> If she freezes her eggs, if she freezes yeah. her eggs, which she's going to going to do, yeah, she'd have to. Freeze and if it. I freeze my eggs and I have kids earlier, and she has kids a little later than she wants, then we can right. make it work. There is yeah. a place in the middle to to be met there. Yeah, I guess I'm just in a lot of pain. No, I'm in a lot of no. And I'm like, it's, you guys should break up, probably. No, I I can't. I can't. She's she's the most. Don't be rude. <laughs> you have Courtney. We have everybody. Don't I guess. be fucking rude. <laughs> You know, you're making me think of there's this program I'm doing. Did I tell you about this? Atlas. I think so, yeah. I think you should do it. Okay. I'm going to I'll send it to you offline. This episode is so culty and like girls burning sage. People are going to like it. You think so? Yeah. Um, Why would they like not like you being honest? They just want more of you. Yeah. I think when I get tired and insecure, I take it out on myself. So yeah, every exactly. episode I'm like, is this good enough? Did I fuck up here? Is this unrelatable? Because talking about feeling like you're having a successful period as a comedian not is relatable. Like fundamentally unrelatable. Do you put yourself down <laughs> on stage? Like, do you just self-deprecate? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not like, oh, I hate myself. No. Oh, I am. I just have, I just have like a jaded perspective on the world. I think. Right. More yeah. so. I'm like, fuck that, fuck this, fuck that. I'm not like, yeah. and I, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> that doesn't, yeah. I don't think that's funny when I say it about myself. Mm. Well, you're so clearly not a fucking idiot. I think with my backwards hat, I think I bring in some fucking idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> did you have gay sex this week? Yeah, I did have gay sex this week. That's cool. I had gay sex nice. a few days ago. Am I talking? It was weird. I'm just talking about my sex with my girlfriend. You can talk about anything. You can talk about anything you want. Anytime I had gay sex? Yeah. Or- yeah. Uh, or anything or any, like We're already doing it. We're or- talking about your... I just don't know if you came in wanting to talk about your age difference. Oh, yeah. Talk my age difference. You know what? Something I learned is I never like... I, I I always had an interesting relationships with strap-ons mm-hmm. um, in my gay relationships. You know, some women I date, like, love them and some hate them. Yeah. And I have, like, such a polarizing relationship with a strap-on where it feels, like, super good to fuck something. Yeah. But then I'm also like, God damn, I can't feel this. I feel like this episode, I, yeah, I'm, like, yeah, yeah. coming out as trans. I, 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 <laughs> prefer, I, I prefer... Uh, receiving with this I don't have a lot of strap on sex I've ha- hardly had any but the very limited that I've had I actually pre- preferred receiving because I could at least feel what was going interesting. on interesting yeah I it's love tough. using my fingers nothing gives me such joy I love fingering 
I, I yes, catch my fingers at a show, <laughs> yeah. after a show, during a show. I feel like show. this is such a weird take on like you're gonna catch these hands. It's like, you're, gonna catch, you're gonna catch these two, maybe three fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I because I, I can feel everything. Yeah, it's so yeah. awesome. I'm trying to think of a particular story. What can you share a story? Yeah, we can go to Kate if you want. Yeah, sure. I, I want to. What is the type of stories? Well, we first share? I want to say something. Well, what am I, I gonna say? I fucked her and I loved her. <laughs> I stayed with her. Oh yeah, she's listening right now. It was. It We've was, been fucking for a year. We're gonna was, fuck some more. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. But we love each other very much, and each time we build intimacy. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the best of times. It wasn't the worst. Of we times. were both eighty-five percent present. <laughs> it was right before Squid Games. We're gonna do it some more. I don't know. Um, I was uh, the idea of like oh I can't feel this I I've been like trying to think about like my sexual life and how it relates to my gender and I don't um how do I put this into words I like just realized it this morning so it might be too soon to try to say this but it's like when I <laughs> what you realized it on the I made eggs before you got here I'm like whipping up eggs in front <laughs> I'm of like Kate. everyone's having a bazinga. breakdown <laughs> I mean Eureka why did I say bazinga <laughs> what's bazinga was, <laughs> bazinga's from the big bang <laughs> it's like bazinga oh I want to fuck like young Sheldon <laughs> <laughs> No, I, uh, Eureka! I had you a Eureka fuck moment. Like young Sheldon, like you're trapped in Indiana <laughs> and you're too smart. No, just like I have a little pink bow tie <laughs> and a comb over. Oh god. <laughs> um, no, I I realized that my like I can feel sexual pleasure in my body, but my sexual desire is with a body that I don't have. Mm. What does that mean? It's like when I imagine yeah. things, I'm imagining a body that I don't have. And, yeah, that, but uh, when I'm feeling things, I'm feeling it. Of course. Physically. But because that, you have a nervous system. Yeah. But the disconnect. Like the fantasy? Yeah. Like I like I would love to be able to have strap on sex and feel it. And so if I'm like fantasizing about that, it's so disconnected from like what I'm actually feeling. Does mm. that make sense? I think I understand a little. You tripping? It's like. <laughs> is it like, is it like the disconnect between like porn and like your sex life? Like this is a fantasy and like I'm getting turned on by this or is it. No, I'm scared. I'm scared of porn. So I don't really watch it. But I, it's like, I don't know how to be like not graphic about it. You can be graphic. Like if I'm imagining having like a dick. Yeah. yeah and I'm feeling like my clit is feeling good in real life and I'm coming in real life. Yes. But in my mind, yes. my dick is like jizzing. Yeah. yeah. The disconnect between there keeps me from feeling like full total and full satisfaction and like full body and mind pleasure mm. that I think I used to have before I started having those thoughts. Yeah. I, I, I've had experiences like that where it's where you have, I think those experiences are like natural. Like I, yeah. I think there's pain. I think there's pain in being in what it means to be the same sex as your partner. Yeah. And I think there's pain in what it means to be an op, the different sex than your partner and not know what it is to be a woman, not know what it is to be a man, whatever right. those things mean. Like I think, yeah i think that's just a full-bodied sexual experience of like yeah. you know yeah that- i am so comfortable in my body but there are still moments where i would be like i'd be kind of cool to have a dick and fuck someone with it now and then yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like it's it's not a perfect <laughs> to strap on a penis with full real yeah. skin and nervous- i wouldn't want it all the time <laughs> i mean that's honestly that's like the main point of like grievance that right. i feel is that you don't have a sex organ that you can put inside of your partner yeah or my partner can put inside of me scissoring i understand is a thing for some people has that ever been a real thing for you where you scissor and you feel that i trip i'm a big tripper you're a big i'm sorry 
<laughs> oh, you don't know? What is that? A tripper? Trib. Tripper. <laughs> what is that? Like it's proper a- scissoring. You it- proper scissor? I probably. I've never, like, I've never been able to successfully scissor. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can you, can you show me after the fuck? <laughs> how, how is that that you're able to do that? Dude, my, fav- my favorite like sexual... Pi- I've tried that a bunch of times. It doesn't do much for me as much as other things. Yeah. That's fine. It's not for everybody. It could just be foreplay, you know? Yeah. It can be a finisher or a foreplay. Oh, yeah, but like. it could... For me, like, oh my... <laughs> I fucking love it. Really? So much. Yeah. And you come for that? come from that? Yeah. Wow. My like favorite sexual position. This is a graphic episode. My favorite sexual position is is to have a girl's butt on me, and I can come like that. You can come from her butt rubbing on your clit. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. It's so cool. <laughs> Here's my question: She, you're on, you're on the bottom there, that's and she's on top. Awesome. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, she's I, doing all the work. Mine's reverse. I can do vibrator, girlfriend on vibrator. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like a ver- that. that's Same a version. Thing. That's a version of it. Oh, I, would, I would call that tr- a, for a form fibbing. of tribbing. Fibbing. Fibbing. <laughs> what is the term you're using? Tribbing. What does that mean? It's from the form the term tribadism. Tribadism. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Listener, write in and educate like, me. I don't know what I'm talking like about. Like how masturbation used to be called onanism or something. I learned about that in an English class. Sounds counterintuitive, but <laughs> No, that's where you learn this stuff. English class. You know what? We okay, so it was a book about <laughs> Chapter about... Two to Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> Slaughterhouse Five. No, for real. It like, ends with tribbing. <laughs> they, they don't they don't mention it when you do it in middle school but then you go back and you reread the book and you're like this kid like humped a tree yeah <laughs> yeah okay so this There's this was in college so this was like a little later right. but the whole class was about how when the novel was coming to be it was bringing these kind of like dangerous ideas to the populace that knew how to read mm-hmm. and a lot of it was like sex-based obviously because people have been sex freaks for all of time but it was like not pub that wasn't public and the novel was kind of like making this kind of shit public and so we were learning about this book and there was this like innuendo about a dog and they were like this is actually present in art history as well and there's this trope (laughs) of like a wealthy girl holding her little dog above her and the idea is that the dog gets happy and wags its tail on her clit The lengths that we will go to to hide our masturbation yes, from yeah, ourselves. truly. But so that's where I were, learned the word onanism. Because it was the whole thing, like, little boys, don't do this. You're going to go blind and God's going to hate you. Like, Yeah. Where would you, what school did you go to? It was a whole thing. I was just, it was, like, mm-hmm. it was college. It was, it was like. A, uh, where did you go to college? I went to Amherst. It's uh, a very yeah. Amherst thing to do. Yeah. Bryn Mawr too. <laughs> to t- but at Bryn Mawr, everyone was like, okay, go home and try it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the difference. <laughs> Try it on each other. Try it in public. You fucking try all this. <laughs> what a weird episode this has been so far. But I love tripping so much. And I, I recommend it to everybody. I like also like... A gr- I love how you're like saying you're so sincere and appreciated emotions like like your deepest self and Allie's giving you these beautiful feedback on it and you're like is this a bad episode and then you just <laughs> we're like no it's beautiful and then you immediately go into an infomercial from tripping and be like this is the stuff this is gold 1-800 tripping <laughs> it lines up that's what it is but three yeah, payments but, of but for some people it doesn't work I I find like I make it work that's amazing sometimes I've watched well, this only happened recently. I watched lesbian porn. And I don't ever watch lesbian porn. I talked about this on my podcast because I'm like not, doesn't turn me on. But I was Jellyfield like. Jellyfield Girls. Oh, yes. You to- I saw that on your thing. Yeah, they're great. So I started following so cool. them. 
They're cool. But their porn is on OnlyFans. Yeah. I'm not going to pay for that. <laughs> that was like our whole thing this, that episode. It's like, it's like, pay for your porn. <laughs> Here's why, listener, you might want to consider paying for your porn. Oh, because it's like ethical then? Ethical yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a real partner. But I don't watch hard. women in porn, so that's I don't support yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. I only care about if men are getting violated, I don't care. <laughs> That feels like evolutionary payback. Karma. That's that's <laughs> that's fair. I'm sorry. Am I going to get canceled? No, no it's funny. I'm like, just handle. I'm just like trying to. Sorry. Pay for your porn. Um. Well, thank you for being such a good friend to me, both of you guys. Yeah. Sorry, I made this episode like all about me. No. I mean, no. You got I feel bad that there. I feel like I. Also, when are you going to transition? <laughs> Wait, you're transitioning? I don't know. We'll see. Didn't you just hear hear them? Hear, <laughs> honestly, him. I'm going with him from really? now on. Really? Yeah. Wait. So wait, you want to that? Then do it. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if I want to. Well, so it's part totally of- up to you. But I will be um, it- jump starting this. <laughs> no, because maybe my maybe me um, commiserating with you on that felt reductive of your experience. If Not it, at if all. It, listen, if it's really to the point where you can't enjoy sex. I, of course. And transition. I still can. I think it's just like I'm realizing that there's a disconnect there, which is so confusing because physically I feel very lucky but to have body, the orgasms that I'm having. But bodies are bodies. Like your body is going to feel and sensations. I want to say it didn't feel reductive at all. I feel like really anyone of any like gender or sexuality can feel any kind of way about their body or the body they wish of they course, had. It's of not, course. Like, and that's why to trans I feel people. totally comfortable being like yeah like i want a dick sometimes like and it's (laughs) yeah it's not something that i want all the time i just think it would be when i was in high school we did this like thing in like a peer leadership program i was like a peer leader i'm I'm a camp counselor in every way (laughs) and (laughs) you really are and and we did this thing where like we could like bid fake money on different like value valuable experiences and Mm. i was the only person in my whole this is how people how scared people are of gender and sexuality. Mm. I was the only person in my whole class that was like, yeah, I would pay money to spend a day as the other gender. Are you kidding me? Wow. Except Wait, nobody why else? Why was that a thing nobody they were Because it was other things. It was like you could have like a sleep machine or an experience mach- machine. And it or, was like a day as of the other gender? You don't actually do it. It's like, well, how would you spend your like fake philo- money on these different experiences? Yeah. Philosophy exercise. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah. Philosoph- philosophical exercise. That's, I feel like that's something that kids talk about anyway. Like when puberty hits, guys are like, I want a day with boobies. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just seems like, duh. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. That's what this podcast is about. Like, it's about talking about these things in a way that doesn't necessarily put labels on. Yeah. Yes. But, but but when I hear you talk about it, yeah. it feels so fundamentally different than me being like, be cool to have a dick <laughs> like now and then. Yeah. 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 But both are valid. But both are valid. Yeah. We'll see. I got it. We'll have to talk more after the episode. <laughs> to be so continued. Curious. Well, we could we could also just finalize the decision right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I'm always, I'm not, I'm I'm always not, saying we should I'm have not a national to pressure, vote. I'm not trying to pressure. How Kate. long has this been a thing? It's this hard thing because, like, I didn't, I didn't realize that I was queer for a long time. Yeah, uh, I think partly because I was attracted to to boys, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like yeah, like you had this feeling of like trying to be attracted to boys and not being able to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, me. I was like. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll try to be attracted to boys. And I was. So so it wasn't until later that I was like, oh, and also girls. And then I look back at my life and I'm like, come on. The fucking zip off cor- cargo shorts. <laughs> like, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many moments where I'm like, oh, like, that was a queer moment. 
And so I have the same thing where like my first conscious thought was probably in 2012. But then I look back at my childhood and I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe there were moments. Yeah. But I just don't know. Of, of gender. Yeah. When, and what was like those early moments? What were those early moments? This is why it's so fun to have podcasters here. They, they pod you. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting potted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm power, I hope you don't feel glossed over as a guest. <laughs> no, I don't feel that. I feel bad because I think I might have derailed it in a way that you don't like. No, no, not at all. No, I don't give a fuck. All I care about is that it's excellent content on the topic. I'm that just we... curious. I think it's a really yeah. interesting, compelling, important thing. I think I think I might have. I don't know if I talked about it on this or a different podcast. But what the other was... <laughs> What the fuck, Kate? <laughs> Sorry. There fuck was, you. There was this. You can tell me if I've already mentioned it to you. There was this moment when I was like maybe four playing with my brother and my two boy neighbors <laughs> and um, they were taking their shirts off and running down the hill and I did as well. Yeah. And the oldest kid was like, she can't do that. And yeah. like, obviously a four-year-old of any so gender stupid. should be able to take their shirt off in yeah. public. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously here in New York, uh, anyone is allowed to take their top off per the law. Listener. Take your top off. Take your top off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was like this moment where, and it's hard to detangle the the, the realizations from each other. Because one of them is like, oh, I have yes. this like feminine body that's not allowed in society. Like that's a thing of like sexism and patriarchy. But at the same time, it was like, wait, I'm not, I'm not just the same as you guys. Yeah. Which is maybe a little more specific. Yeah realization and then when we were talking earlier about like how we like you wanted to be like a <laughs> the vagrant <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, um and you wanted to be the holes boys <laughs> it's like i i said one time to be funny we were on the bus and we were talking about what we wanted to be when we grow up and we started saying like joke answers yeah <laughs> uh oh and i was like well let's see what I'm going to be when I'm old is an old woman. So wouldn't it be funny if I said the opposite? It's just like basic irony. I was like, what? Like 10? It's not a great joke. But what I said was, when I'm old, I want to be a little boy. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to be an old woman. Like, I'll be a little boy. Yeah. And this kid looked at me and was like, that's messed up. And I well, remember, fuck that kid. But I do actually think. Is this the same think, fucking kid that told you the thing about the shirt? <laughs> fuck this fucking kid. No, no. This this kid was way worse. It was this like kid, in like straight pride this, club. Yeah, <laughs> this kid is just running around. This kid got his comeuppance later. He was a huge dick. And one time he antagonized a guy by kicking the front of his car. And the kid just drove forward and broke his leg. Jesus. And everyone was like, no one felt bad for him. Because everyone was like, you fucking deserved it. You've been torturing everyone for the past 12 years. Yeah. Anyway, I felt this deep shame when he was like, that's messed up. And I don't think that the shame would have been as deep if it had purely been a joke. That. I was going to say And that. I didn't like kind of mean I it. also think the joke has significant meaning. Yeah. Whenever I reflect on my own like gender play, it's always in my mind. I always knew it had to do with women. Mm. Like even though I wanted to be free and stuff like that in my head, I was like, at the end of the day, this is because I want to fuck chicks. Yeah, interesting. It, it always, it always had that attachment in the back of my mind. Me too, as well. Interesting. But I think yours sounds so much more pure. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. I, well, I have two. Well, yeah. We we have to go. We have to stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is over. <laughs> but. <laughs> But but good luck, honey. <laughs> it's like the 
the end of <laughs> this is literally the end of a therapy session. Our time is up. Sorry, our time is up, but um, uh, that's to you. Our time is up. I gotta go get my heart washed with crystals. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Um, just write down your thoughts if you have any. No, Kate, I think uh, I think you're exploring. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Hopefully, I'll find my wife. Hopefully, you'll freeze your eggs. Yeah. We all have a lot to do. We, we all have a have lot, a to, lot do. to do. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Wait, wait. Say your. Oh plugs. wait, plugs, 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 plugs. Um, I'm at Allie Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Allie Colbert. If you want more of this shit, <laughs> I'm on Allie's podcast. Go listen to it. Yeah. Um, Instagram, Allie Colbert. Allie is very TikTok. Give me some of you fucking six hundred thousand yes. of you. Give me ten. <laughs> I'll take 10. <laughs> Lister, we are trying to raise 10 followers in the next hour. Go to at Allie Colbert. Follow her right now. You will get a free tote bag with every follow. I thought the tote bag joke was going to get more. I giggled. Thanks. <laughs> the Gay Thought This Week brought to you by the Patreon. One more time, patreon.com slash WHGS. Keep this going. Keep Alex employed. If you thought your dollar didn't matter anymore, it now matters more than ever because I'm on the hook to pay a salary. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Here's your gay thought, listener. I loved the re-release of Taylor's new album. I love the 10-minute all too well, and I'm not shitting on it. But I always think it's a little bit funny when straight people think they have relationship drama. I'm sorry. You think you have relationship drama? One of you isn't hiding their entire life from their family for fear of getting kicked out of their home. You don't know relationship drama straight. Oh, oh my God, he's into someone else. Um, what about hiding your identity from the entire world? That's relationship drama, you weak little fuck. <laughs> you weak little bitch. All right, I'm, I'm obviously having a time here. You know what's so nice? It's liberating knowing I'm just going to record this. Leave it in its, its like unedited form and just send it to Alex and be like, you deal with this. You have to get all the hiccups and, and little blips out of there. All right. Have a great week, guys.